You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your coach, Jason. Your coach, Danny. Fans, we're going to talk about the NFL. Uh, the Green Bay Packers took this L mm-hmm. at home, 27-10 to against the New York Jets. It didn't feel that close. Yes, this is on the heels of the Packers losing against the Giants in London. So mm-hmm. I had to take that plane ride back. And Aaron Rodgers was right to tell – his teammates, listen, don't be looking at no New York Jets thinking we're going to just bypass them and, and with a victory. Mm-hmm. This was uh, ugly, Danny. 10 points. Aaron Rodgers went for 20, 26 for 41 for 246 and a touchdown. The rushing was just, uh, where was it? <laughs> A.J. Dillon, 10 carries for 41 yards. Aaron Jones, nine carries for 19 yards. You kidding me? So 60 yards total on the ground. I mean, receiving, I mean, you had Tanyan go for 90 yards on 10 catches. Lazard, uh, who's supposed to be the number one, who's supposed to be, quote, unquote, the number one, right? Mm -hmm. Four catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Then you had Aaron Jones. Three catches for 25 yards, Dobbs, four catches for 21 yards, and then kind of goes down from there. Danny, this was just atrocious. And there are three phases in football, man. You got to think about the special teams. Special teams let in a block, a block punt scooped up for a touchdown run. I mean, come on, man. Are you kidding me? This is just absolutely terrible, man. And we've been talking about special teams for the past few Couple of years at least. Yep. Brought in a new coach, thinking that this is going to at least help. I, I I don't see the improvements, and it's just sad. It's sad, and we have to got we really got to start thinking about the Green Bay Packers in a different light. Now, before the season started, there were people talking about how the Packers were going to go the Super Bowl or their odds of going to the Super Bowl or the odds of winning the NFC or or their division, et cetera. I never was like that. I I thought, yes, they, they would go ahead and win the division. Uh, let me rephrase. I thought they were going to go ahead and re- win the division. You can check out our previous podcast and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did say, yes, we'll win the division and we won't go far to playoffs we had to got to really start thinking we may not even make the playoffs and we don't have the receiving core together. Sammy Watkins is hurt. And we I knew Sammy was going to get hurt. The running game is just not there. Um, So I, I think there needs to be a reimagination of the offense. And it has to be something in where we all get aligned. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the Jets. The Jets D line just obliterated 
the Packers offensive line, man. So we got to start reimagining the offensive line at this juncture too. I, I, that's just my belief. It's it's about that time. We have to really come to terms with as a Packer nation that Packers may not make the playoffs, man. Just to be real. I mean, there could possibly be two, maybe even three teams coming out of the NFC East going into the playoffs. I remember last year or the year before, there were possibilities having three teams coming out of the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, we got to really start thinking about the NFC East as probably one of the better divisions in the NFC. And thinking about three teams coming out of there, and that will only leave one team coming, obviously the divisional champions, coming out of the NFC North. But, yeah, this is just atrocious. And I think, you know, Danny, people need to start rethinking how they're looking at the Green Bay Packers. What say you, Danny? Well, Jason, (laughs) the Jets came to play. Robert Sala, he has something in New York. I think their only problem right now is quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, he's still young. He still makes a lot of mistakes. But they exploited the Packers on the ground. Brees Hall had a heck of a game yesterday, over 100 yards, had a touchdown. And you knew they were going to run the ball, and they still ran it mm-hmm. down Green Bay's throat. Mm-hmm. And so some things have to change there. I still think, though, the NFC is mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the NFC East, but – you know, the Vikings have one loss. A lot of teams are in that three and three range, including Green Bay. So a lot can happen. There's still, what, 11 weeks left mm-hmm. where they can get things right. And you just don't know right now because the NFC is like the NFC West right now. The Rams are leading the division at three and three with the 49ers. Our division's three and three. We're tied with Tampa Bay. So there's opportunity to be had there. It's just a matter of taking advantage. And I'll tell you one thing, man, that old line better get together soon for Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be staying around long if he keeps getting hit the way he's getting hit and he has that bad thumb. There may have to be some rest involved with Aaron Rodgers. It is a long season, and if he needs to get healed up, maybe take a game off. I doubt they'll do that because they're in more of a panic mode now to get a mm-hmm. win after having mm-hmm. these two losses against the New York teams, which I thought were victories when the season started, but obviously that's mm-hmm. why they play the game. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so they have the commanders, I believe coming up mm-hmm. next week where Carson Wentz isn't even playing, but in my mind, Taylor Heineke actually gives them a better shot at winning. <laughs> um <laughs> And you remember last year when the Commanders played the Packers, mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke was the quarterback, and they were right there to win that game. They're in that game at Lambeau. So we'll see what happens next week. But, yeah, the Packers have a lot of things to get right, and this was an eye-opener for sure, man. It was one of those days. It was dreary and Lambeau, and that's how they played, man. Special teams actually hasn't been doing too bad considering what they've done in the past, but a block field goal, a block punt, and they're just getting dominated all across the board yesterday. The Jets came to play. They have, you know, 
they wanted this victory more than Green Bay did. So they, they're up to four and two now. Well, I'll say this, Danny. In the division right now, Minnesota has basically a two and a half game lead on Green Bay. Um, Minnesota's five and one. Mm-hmm. Green Bay three and three. Of course, we lost the very first game against Minnesota. Uh, yeah, this is uh, looking ugly, man. This is looking ugly, and I just think that again, Packers are going to have to really think about where we are really as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, man. W- Where's the help coming from? Sammy Watkins? I mean, he can help. Don't get me wrong. He can help. But, man, come on. I mean. This may be the opportunity, Jason, where they have to sign a an OBJ or they got to get somebody in the door to help them. They need some type but, of change in the locker room from a receiver standpoint to give them some, some type of experience. Man, I think OBJ is still going to go to, uh, to uh, L.A., man. They're in contract negotiations, and I know uh, OBJ said this ain't what I'm talking about with the first pass and <laughs> at at the contract. So I think they're still working things out. At least they in some contract negotiation, you know, stage and, and everything. But right now, these Packers, man, I I don't know where the help coming from. And it's got to come from in, you know internally. Lafleur going to have to think about everything in terms of. I don't know if simplifying the offense. I don't know if it's just going back to the basics and like we need to run the ball more to establish play action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know. Something's going to have to happen and it's going to have to happen sooner than later. But it's hard to run the ball when them boys are already in the backfield before you hand the ball off. So the and offensive honestly, line has to, has to improve as well, man, mm-hmm. because there are a couple of times yesterday where – Dylan and Jones got the ball, and by the time they got the ball, the Jets are right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, here's the other thing, too, Danny. I mean, this is LaFleur's, what, third year? Uh, fourth. Maybe maybe fourth year? Fourth year, yep. At this t- at this stage, man, everybody going to the playbook. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you, you're – your opponent's going to know the playbook. They're going to know, obviously, the offense that you run. They didn't went through it three seasons, over three seasons. So that's why I say it's going to have to be an imag- reimagination of the offense, defense, and special teams, man. And it's going to have to happen soon, man. So, And now, Danny, on to the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Your Falcons uh, ended up with a victory here. Uh, so kudos to you all. Um, and I'll just say this, 28-14 against the 49ers in Atlanta. I don't know if the time difference had anything to do with it, but, hey, nonetheless, Falcons wins the, wins the game. What say you, Danny? Jason, Falcons got off to a, a quick start yesterday. And I got a little worried. They're out 14-0. They had a touchdown, a defensive touchdown. Uh, Mariota threw a touchdown. And then all of a sudden, Ayuk had two touchdowns in his 14-14. But then they kept on it, man. They stayed with the game plan. They ran for almost 170 yards. 
So that rushing game is staying consistent, which is setting up Mariota. Mariona only threw for 14 and only had 14 attempts, but he had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Pitts got in the end zone, which was exciting. I know he only had three receptions, but to get that touchdown and get him in, involved in the red zone was huge. And this was a big win for them. Mm-hmm. San Francisco has been playing lights out. So to for them to put it on San Fran, the way that San Fran has been playing defense was a statement game um, from my standpoint. And you look at all their games, this is their first game that was actually had some distance in the fourth quarter. And they held them off and, you know, took the victory. So it was all in all a great game. And I like the game plan. And they're working through things. Drake, they spread the ball around. So we'll see if they can keep this going. And they have Cincinnati next week. So it'll be another test. Man, it's not a, they have a tough schedule. So to be 3-3 three and three at this point, at this juncture, I'll definitely take it. And they can keep running the ball the way they are. I think they're going to be in a lot of these games because it's ball control and um, clock control. So kudos to my Falcons for moving to 500. <clears throat> and uh, tying the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously we're a half game back because Tampa Bay beat us on that whack call last week with Grady Jarrett. But we're right there. And then another interesting game. And now, Danny, on to another game, an interesting game with the New York Football Giants going 5-1 and one against the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is the quality squad. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers, eh, probably not as much. But nonetheless, you play who's on your schedule. And the New York Giants went ahead and beat the Baltimore Ravens. Daniel Jones, 19 for 27, 173 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, 17 for 32, 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Let me just say this, Danny. They got something to brew in in New York. Not only the Giants, but also the Jets. There's something going on in New York, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you haven't said that in quite some time yes the brand of football that's being played across the nfl teams who you thought were going to do well prior to the season starting mm-hmm. they ain't doing too well teams you didn't think was going to do well some are doing all right mm-hmm. and some are doing Pretty well. One of those teams, the New York Football Giants. I did not see this coming at all <laughs> for the New York Football Giants, man. Let me just say that. And I didn't see what's happening to the Green Bay Packers. I, I really thought Green Bay Packers were going to be a lot further along. But nonetheless, man, kudos to the New York Giants. What say you? It is another where Lamar had a late interception, which sealed the game against the Giants. So it was back and forth, and they're they're coming to play. Saquon's healthy, which is a big factor with the Giants, which helps Daniel Jones, you know, be as efficient as he is. And he's able to run the ball. His ankle looked better yesterday. He was more mobile. So it's one of those things, man, you have a healthy Saquon, that helps everything else out because they lost Sterling Shepard with an ACL injury. 
for the year. So they're making do with what they have. They have some talent at the receiver position, but it's just a matter of <clears throat> execution. And a lot of that came into uh, play yesterday where a lot of those games at the end, man, one co- one play cost you or your a team was driving, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, where they were driving and <laughs> an interception occurred and Buffalo sealed the game. So it's kudos to the Giants having this great start, but we know it's a long season. So if you had these in the past where all of a sudden these teams show up out of nowhere and everyone's riding their coattails and all of a sudden they fall off. So we'll watch them. They're being consistent. They're beating good teams. And um, – they're running the ball well, which ball control again. You can control mm-hmm. that clock. It it helps you at least with your defense. Mm-hmm. Danny, another interesting game. The Philadelphia Eagles remain undefeated mm-hmm. uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, twenty six seventeen. This was a game that was touted as being one of those in where. This could be a, a divisional win, mm-hmm. uh, winning type of game, meaning whoever wins this game wins the division. Yep. You still got a long way to go in the season, but boy, let me tell you, man, these Philadelphia Eagles are doing it. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 15 for 25, 155 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I mean, he has really stepped up man this season Danny I mean he has really improved and kudos to him for taking the off season improving his game mm-hmm. and um bringing it to the actual turf yep bringing it to the field um and so Cooper Rush 18 for 38 181 yards three interceptions Ezekiel Elliott 13 carries for 81 yards. This is going to be interesting to see when what happens the next time they face each other. Uh, obviously, it'll be in Dallas. Uh, but I think the Eagles are really starting to smell themselves a little bit in, in a good way in that confidence does something. And confidence carrying over to the field, oh, man, that's that's major. Yep. And the fact that the Giants are five and one, the only one, you know, one game behind the Eagles. I think that's gonna keep the Eagles pushing even more. Yeah. Because the job is not done. So this is gonna be interesting to see how this how this uh comes about. And I don't know what the hell the Titans were thinking or weren't thinking when they traded A.J. Brown. I don't get it. They try to go the cheap route. Yep. And A.J. Brown, five receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Smith, five catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eagles have weapons, man. And they know who they are. Yep. And I think that's the difference between a winning football team at this stage in the season and a mediocre team, i.e. the Packers. They don't, the Packers don't know who they are yep. offensively. They don't know who they are in hell defensively. 
Hell, they don't know who they are. Special teams. That's a whole lot of I don't knows. But the Eagles know who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're 6 and no. What say you, Danny? Yeah, Jason, Philly got out to a fast lead. They're up 20 to 3 at one point in this game. And then Dallas made a comeback to cut it mm-hmm. to 2017. And the Eagles defense stepped up and held the Cowboys scoreless the re- remainder of the game after they got to 17. Uh, Parsons, Michael Parsons, they did something very interesting last night. They called it out on the telecast where they weren't even blocking him. They were running it where he had to, Jalen Hurts would have to make the play, which they were successful with. A.J. Brown ran, they were running like these uh, these kind of wheel routes or screens mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. too, where it was just Michael Parsons and he had to make a decision and he wasn't quick enough to hang with A.J. Brown, for example. So they approached the game very interesting. Miles Sanders had a great start to the game. He ran the ball well. Philly, yeah, they know what they're, they're about, their defense. They had a couple injuries last night uh, later in the game to I know one of the cornerbacks for sure. So hopefully he's all right uh, coming in the next. I think they have a bye this week anyway, so that gives them some time to heal up. But it was a great game. It's Like I said, it started slow because Philly jumped all over Dallas, but then Dallas uh, brought themselves back. It sounds like there won't be any controversy with Dak Prescott coming back now the way Cooper Rush played last night. So that'll help alleviate some of that pressure there um, for bringing Dak back into the fold. So that'll definitely help the Cowboys. But kudos to the Eagles. They're playing great ball offensively and defensively. And, hey, they just – Jalen Hurts just doesn't have to make mistakes. He can just keep the ball from them. They have Dallas Goddard there <clears throat> as an outlet, too, for him. So they have talent. It's just a matter of not making mistakes and winning those tight games, which they did last night. Yeah, then another – game that uh we'll give honorable mention here real quickly uh buffalo bills 24 kansas city chiefs 20 uh looks like buffalo got a little payback mm-hmm. uh, against kansas city uh patrick mahomes still had a good game uh 20 well a r- good is relative but 24 5 for 40 338 yards two touchdowns two interceptions josh allen 27 for 40 329 three touchdowns no interceptions uh, I think the big thing here, Danny, is um, just that the Buffalo Bills got some payback. Stephon Diggs, 10 catches for 148 yards, one touchdown. Um, Gabe Davis, three receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. He spread the ball around, man. Uh, good things can happen. So this is going to be interesting, these two teams, as they progress through the AFC and progress through the uh, regular season uh, with a possible rematch. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows, man? This is the AFC, man. Anything can happen in the AFC. Uh, but nonetheless, this is going to be real interesting uh, moving forward. But Buffalo Bills with a little payback. What say you, Danny? Kansas City was driving, and Mahomes tried to do one of his sidearm passes, and Buffalo jumped the route and picked them off. So that ended that game, and it was a good, it was a good competitive game. Chiefs were controlling for the most part, even though Josh Allen had those numbers, Chiefs had control of the game. And then at the end, they gave it up and Buffalo went on to win. So these two teams will be there. Kansas City, sometimes with their defense, it can be a little shaky. So we'll see 
as the season goes on, if they what they uh, what adjustments they make on the defensive end, if they bring anybody in or whatever the case may be. But their offense is always going to keep them there in the game. But you know, Jason, who Green Bay has coming up in two weeks, right? Hmm. Buffalo Bills. So that would be a definitely a statement game for sure from a Green Bay standpoint to in Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken. That's going to be a blowout, man. <laughs> but so we'll see where how Green Bay is looking, you know, when they go into that game. But that will definitely be a statement game. And Man, we ain't got to see Danny. That. We ain't got to see Danny. That's going to be a blowout. Buffalo going to win. Buffalo going to blow out Green Bay in that game, man. I don't see the defense containing Josh Allen. Just running. Mm-hmm. I don't see defense containing Josh Allen throwing. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. So who's going to cover Stefan Diggs? Isn't that Jair Alexander's job? Hey, no, no one in the Packers, man. They'd probably go into a soft zone. Joe Barry, hey, Barry would do something like that, man, go into some kind of zone and you'll see what happens there. But I don't see. Uh, Packers defense containing it. Hell, I don't see the special teams doing anything. Hell, I don't see. I don't know what the hell going on with Packers, man. <laughs> Davis look terrible, man, and we ain't going to the playoffs. And maybe a good thing, quite honestly. And it's almost like Packers gonna have to really rethink this damn offense, man, and the defense and special teams. Thank you for joining us at Back Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.